The AAPA conference is coming up May 18th through 22nd in Houston. I'm so sad that I will not be there, but some of my favorite people will be. So I want to make sure that y'all know who to look out for. So if you're heading down to the conference, make sure you go by the Blueprint and Rosh Review table. They're giving away all kinds of stuff stethoscopes, seats in the review course. They're talking about how Rosh Review has joined Blueprint and what that looks like. But definitely go stop by, say hi, get some swag, tell them I said hello, uh, and it'll be a really good time. I'm sure y'all will have an awesome time in Houston. Make sure you go to Torchy's Tacos, my absolute favorite, and spend some time in the exhibit hall exploring we know that I love Rosh Review um, by Blueprint, and they have so many great resources. So whether you're looking for QBanks, pants review courses, now is the time. And usually there's some special stuff, so go check it out. Episode 100 is here, and it's honestly my favorite one ever. Welcome to the Pre-PA Club Podcast. If you want to learn how to become a physician assistant, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Savannah Perry. Let's get to it. Actually, let's get to it. <laughs> Can't believe you did that. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Taylor, and I'm taking over for Savannah today. Just kidding. All right, y'all. Taylor's probably going to kill me and make me take that out, but I just wanted to put that in there to let you know how fun this episode is going to be because I'm talking to one of my best friends, and... I hope that you love it as much as I do. So here is me and Taylor. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. And this is a really special one for a few reasons. Number one, it's episode number 100, which seems like a lot and means this podcast has been going on for a very long time. I know some of you messaged me saying how you binge listen, which I think is so cool and hopefully not terribly boring. But thank you so much for following along and listening. And if you aren't already subscribed, I think the 100th episode would be a perfect time to do so. On iTunes, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any episodes. Feel free to leave a review and we'll get to the winner of our review contest in just a few minutes. But I have a very, very special guest on today, co-host. Can we call you a co-host? Sure, yes. (laughs) So, um, if you recall from episode number 15, which is a long time ago, um, when I was basically begging people to come on my podcast, uh, I had one of my very closest friends and my favorite coworker, Taylor, on to talk about her job as a medical assistant. And then at that point in time, which I guess was a year or two ago, two years years ago, ago, Yeah, yeah, Taylor had decided at that point to pursue PA school. So, we have a special announcement, but... Alright, so before we get into Taylor's big news, I did want to mention the sponsor of the podcast, My PA Resource, which Taylor actually used when she was going through applications, um, because... Probably because I told you to. But, yeah, yeah, so she had her essay edited, and it's only PAs who edit. You can use the code FUTUREPA for a discount with My PA Resource. Which, you can also use that code on anything through the PA platform, including mock interviews, the PA school interview guide, and now the new PA school interview course. And all of that's linked below. Um, that The course is at prepacourses.com, and it's been really fun so far. We have a lot of people in the Facebook group. People are posting their videos, practicing questions. So it's been a lot of fun. 
Um, and then also PA school prep. So if you are about to start PA school and need a refresher on anatomy, physiology, med terms, that's something else you should check out, paschoolprep.com, and you can use the code FUTUREPA for a discount on that as well. So um, let me see. I'm going to tell you guys if I can figure out how to do it. Um, all about the podcast giveaway. So last week I announced that because the course was coming out, we are going to give away a membership to it. So I did choose a winner from the reviews that have come in. Um, and so if this is you, send me an email with something that identifies that this was you. Usually you can kind of take a screenshot or your email or whatever. Um, so Morgan Linton wrote, so helpful and empowering. I love the podcast. It has motivated me on days when I wonder if this is all worth it. It also empowers me and makes me feel like I'm going to make it through and get that PAC someday. I've been listening since the beginning and can't wait to see where it goes after 100 episodes. So we're there. I I think it's just going to keep going. I don't know, but Morgan, email me at Savannah at the PA platform to get your interview course. Congrats. Yeah. All right. So, Taylor, what is your big news? I got into PA school. Woo! I feel like I need an applause. I know. Dad. Drum um, So, yeah. Yeah. exciting it is exciting so taylor's journey to pa school is honestly in every single way completely the opposite of mine so if you've kind of listened to my process of how you know i went to undergrad pretty sure i wanted to do something in medicine became a pa applied while i was an undergrad got in started school right away all that jazz it's great people still do that but i think there are also a lot more people who are in taylor's shoes who maybe didn't know what a pa was um, happened into medicine by chance and then ended up going down this path and finding out that it's kind of hard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to let Taylor just kind of tell you guys a little bit about her journey and how she got this point, and then I'll chime in with some questions okay. along the way. So I graduated with a degree in public relations, thought that I wanted to do something in PR, just like for background for y'all, um, moved to a new city after college, could not find a job in PR, ended up um, getting this job at a dermatology clinic um, that I still work at right now. Um, and they kind of trained me to be um, like front desk reception and then became a medical assistant. So all my training was kind of on site here. Um, and that's how I first was introduced to what a PA is because we hired one and I became her medical assistant. So I knew that when I started working, I did not want to be a medical assistant forever. Um, didn't know what else um, I wanted to do, but working with a PA really showed me like this could be something that I would want to do long term. Um, I really liked just getting to shadow and work with a PA. 24-7 um, really just showed me all the ins and outs of it. So, um, three years ago, I finally decided, like, this is what I wanted to pursue. Well, with my mass comm degree, I had zero math and sciences. So, I had to get those prereq courses out of the way. I had to do some shadowing, and I feel like all of y'all pre-PA students out there know um, that there is a lot of stuff that goes along with applying to PA school. Each PA school is different. So trying to 
figure out how to do all of those um, requirements um, and take classes. So basically, I was taking classes um, at a school here that had evening classes. So I got most of um, my biology's anatomy, microbiology, um, even took a psychology course because of course like when you're looking at prereg I took sociology because back in 10 plus years ago I didn't know what I wanted to do and I just took classes that I thought I needed um and I took human growth and development I took a bunch of prereg classes to get my um to get all those for PA school so my first application cycle was actually three years ago I guess. So yeah, the first time I applied. And and I'm trying to like I'm just gonna go through and tell you all my story. Yeah. So, um I one. like didn't realize that you could still be in the process of taking classes and still apply for school. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, looking back, I was probably a little too um gun like You're trigger excited. happy. I was excited. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna do this now. So I applied, and I still had a bunch of um, outstanding prereqs, probably like mm, five. You only applied to one school? <laughs> one school, school. yeah, yeah. Um, the school here where I live. Um, and so thought that I could do a lot more than I was able to in a short amount of time. So well, I want you guys to realize, Taylor is trying to work full-time. Like, yeah. She didn't cut back her yeah. hours. She's working... Five days a week, and then finding classes that fit her schedule, mm-hmm. which include going immediately from work straight to school, being there from, I don't know, like 5 20 to, to 9 20 at yeah, night. Cause, um, cause when there's you wake labs up. Yeah. and mm-hmm. things involved. And so then, you know, still trying to somewhat maintain a life, yeah, but also get shadowing yeah. and you're volunteering mm-hmm. still. Like, she, yeah. was, she had a lot. And, yeah. and that's Ooh. made me help, helped me to gain some admiration for people who go back and do this as a second career. Mm-hmm. I mean, college students, I know you guys do a lot too because yeah. I was there, but I don't think you realize yeah. when you're in college how, how much free time. time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have so much and you will never have that again in your no. entire life. So Make um, the most of it all you can. Yes. Or at least like <laughs> enjoy it. And So yeah, so Taylor yeah. was taking hard classes and yeah. all this. And so so yeah. um, I thought that like I could take all of these in the school that I was taking them at was on the quarter system. So it was a little bit easier to get more than one class in at a time. Uh, but I was like very eager <laughs> to apply for BA school. Uh, needless to say, I did not hear back from the school for an interview that first time. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I feel like I've heard several times that, oh, most people like don't get in on their first try, which I was like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to try it again. Um, so I kept taking classes and... <laughs> The last three classes that I needed were chemistry. <laughs> um, if I could go back and do it again, I don't know if I would leave those for last. And just, like, it's funny to look back with, like, time, like, timing-wise, because if I would have started with chemistry, the school, so, long story short, the school I was going to no longer offered organic chemistry when I needed it. Right. If I would have started with chemistry, I would have been able to take it at the school. But that's another story for another day. Um, But so I reapplied again this time last year. Um, 
To one school? To one school again. Same school again. Same school again. Um, And I just had... I waited longer this that time, too. So, like, normally, I think this school application opened in July. I applied in September because I was waiting to take chemistry. Um, applied again. Had three pending classes instead of five, which I was like, oh, that's better. I'm going to get them done. talk about your chemistry experience for a minute? Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, the... Like okay, online ugh. classes. This this yes, comes up okay, a lot. Yes, okay. So going back to when I applied and have like five, like pending classes, and then I can't remember because it was like two years ago. For some reason, I couldn't get into chemistry yeah. at the school I was taking it at, like timing wise or something. So I decided that I was going to take online chemistry, um, which like there are options out there for you to do it and. This one that I did was, like, self-paced, which I was like, oh, I can do this. Well, I was also, like Savita said, working full-time. I was also taking two other classes at the same time and thought that I could um, balance everything. Well, I took um, online chemistry, Chem 1, which, granted, I had not had chemistry since high school, it, yeah. which was a long time ago. Um, and needless to say, trying to balance all of that while teaching myself chemistry, which I'll be the first to say, math is not my strong suit. Um, I have always kind of struggled with it. Um, so me not realizing that like, chemistry is basically a math class too, um, led to me making a D and that kind of threw off my whole like chemistry um, schedule because like you have to make a certain grade in Chem One to be able to take Chem Two, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. So that basically put me taking Chemistry a year later because the school that I was taking classes at only offered the Chemistry s- sequence in the evening one time a year, which was in the fall. So I missed that. So I waited a year, took Chemistry again, and that's what I was saying. They no longer offered Organic Chemistry. So I was like, I'll figure out some way to take it. Um, Finish it in the fall, like Kim 1 and Kim 2 in the fall. And then in the winter, was like trying to figure out somewhere to take it. I was like, I'll take a break. I mean, I've been taking classes for a long time. Um, Wanted to... um, So this is like this year. This this is this year. Yeah. Yeah. 2017, 2018. Come Uh January 2019. I had knew that I probably, like, had not heard in... for an interview from yeah. the school so I was like probably not gonna get an interview this year um so I was like I need to I only have one pending class left I need to figure out how to take organic chemistry and at this point you had almost every requirement except for organic yeah, chemistry that was it. or and or biochemistry and right so, yeah so most of the schools I was looking at required organic chemistry a few required biochemistry um and so I'm a more so required organic chemistry so I was like I'll just do that and you'd started to branch out with mm-hmm. schools, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this this cycle, I was like, I'm going to apply to more schools because now I've, I feel like I have a better application to mm-hmm. submit, um, more complete. So I find, like, one of the schools here um, offered organic chemistry in the fall. So, like, right now when it, I would be taking it. And it was during my lunch break. And the lab was at night, so I was like, I can make this work. Like, I wouldn't have to be, like, leaving work too early or too late. Um, So when I asked to register for the class, I get this error message that says prereq required. And so I call the school, 
and come to find out this class the it was a community college where I took my under or took my prereqs at they um felt like they were not up to standards according to an email that I received um and just felt like you didn't get a full grasp so they required anyone who was like transferring into this school to take the ACS exam which is the national chemistry exam that I'm sure some of y'all have taken as a final um and so they required you to pass that in order for you to be able to take um the next chemistry course of their school so and when I found this out, I was also studying for the GRE again because I, I was. Well, let's back up to why you're doing all these. Things. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting good. There's a lot. We need to write all this out. All right. So going back to January, you had applied to one school, hadn't heard back. Right. And so then we were actually February. Yeah, February. So then I were actually at lunch. We were yeah. just talking, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready to like apply to different schools." Yeah. I feel like, and Savannah was like. Have you heard of this one school? Yeah, it's or a like, new, they're, they're starting a new program. They're starting a new program. It's in Atlanta, um, which is in Georgia where we live. Um, I, wanted, I knew I wanted to stay close, definitely in the southeast. Um, so we, like, are eating lunch, and then we look at the requirements for this. This is where I get excited <laughs> and gung-ho because I'm like, Ugh. oh, my gosh, you meet the requirements. Yeah, so this school does not require organic chemistry. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And- Okay. Well, and it was like February, and I think their application cycle closed like March. March 1st. March 1st. Yeah. yeah. And yes, this was like the very beginning of February because I remember I was like, oh, I can log on to CASPA and do all this. Hmm. Yeah. Because the other school I applied to did not use CASPA. Yeah. And I like semi made an account on there and like played around, but like never fully realized you have to enter in a lot all of your transcripts <laughs> yeah. what um to power all y'all like if you're still like working on that you can do it it takes a long time it yeah. does take a long time so i like get everything in with enough time to meet the deadline i probably yeah you got it we weeks. found out like a thursday and i think by monday you had yeah applied. so um apply to the school i few weeks later get an email saying that I have an interview and I was like oh my gosh like that is exciting like that's all you want when you apply is to get an interview because I'm like I feel like I've said if they just give me an interview like I know that I can be myself like I've I know like this is what I want to do and I just want to show them that and it's I feel like easier to do that in person in an interview than trying to make your application stand out so um interviewed at school the end of March um, and I really liked this about the school that I applied to is that they, it was a group interview, um, which I really enjoyed. I thought I was not going to like it, but I, like. Takes the edge off. It does take the edge off. And I was like afraid because I'm like not one to like really speak up sometimes if it's in a big group, but they like, were like, okay, Taylor, you answer this question or you go the, in this order. So it wasn't like I had to like fight people to like answer, which was nice. But at the end, they brought you back and they told you like, yes, you're accepted, no, you're not, or waitlist you, and if you don't get accepted or get waitlisted, they tell you ways to improve upon your application. So, I end up getting waitlisted, which I was fine with, like, I was like, this is my first interview ever, and like, it's not a hard no, that's great, and they gave me some great um, feedback. Number one was to take the GRE again, so I had a 298 the first time I took it, which was two years ago. I took it on my birthday, 
because I'm just going back to being eager beaver and wanting to get everything done in time to apply for the school. Um, I honestly, and they asked me in the, in the, like the interview, they were like, how much did you actually study? Mm. And I was like, um, to be honest, like not, not too long. And they said they wanted a 300. They wanted at least a 304 or a 305. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I need to take the GRE again. And they recommended like different, um, varied, like medical experience, not just because all my experience has been in Durham. How long have you? I started what? this job in 2000, or uh, working in dermatology in 2011. So, okay, so eight years. Eight years. What um, What was your hour estimate on your application? Do you know? No, it was like over 9,000 hours because I've been working full time. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was up front, like 2,000 yeah, so, hours working in front and then like 14,000 as a medical assistant. I mean... Come I mean, on. yeah, when you've done that you for several years, yes. Um. So I was like, that's one thing. Um, and your GPAs, we just looked at them. Your yeah. overall was a 3.51. Your overall and science are both a 3.51. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Um, so, and they wanted me to take, like, they were like, and, like, you could maybe take another class, too. But they didn't. In the classes, they, like, were like, you should take these. None of them were organic chemistry. Well, yeah. So, to note, they do not require organic chemistry. Yeah. It's not one of their, so, um, yeah, requirement no, one of their requirements. And that's, like, one thing that I've, like, if I'm honest, <laughs> like, is frustrating about PA schools oh, is yeah. that there is not a. It's not standardized at all. <sighs> so, like, I thought I was going to yeah. apply to a school in Florida. Yeah. I thought I was going to apply to a school in South Carolina. And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, like, this one school requires, like, we were saying, like, biochem and genetics. And this other school requires you to be done with everything by September. And, well, and so, you had taken other online courses. Yeah. Biology? Yeah. Through. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and like one school in South Yeah, one Carolina, school didn't like no, no online, online. Yeah. So, it's just, that's one thing that is frustrating. Yeah. Um, and so, I just recommend doing your research mm-hmm. a lot, which mm-hmm. is hard and time consuming. But. Yep. Um, okay. So, I get waitlisted. Like, I'm like, this is a great experience. I'm excited. Honestly, no, didn't think that I would get pulled off of this wait list. So this school started in October um, compared to like the next year, 2020, when all the other schools I was Mm -hmm. looking to apply to. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to apply to these other schools. This was the end of March that I heard that I was waitlisted. And the other, so Castle was like just about to open in April. um, And then the other school here, their application opens in July. So I signed up for the GRE at the end of June, um, and I took about a month to study. And honestly, I really just studied math because my verbal was pretty good last time. Um, And I just focused on math and took that again the end of June, made a 310. Yay. Which was, yeah. Oh, (laughs) I was so surprised. I was like, is that really my score? Um, so, and I feel like that's one thing too, like going back to retaking the GRE, I feel like I did, I did better on verbal and, uh, math because I feel like I just knew it better. Mm-hmm. It's like going in, you kind of don't know what to expect. Um, and so I would recommend, like if you have that's lower, an easy thing to improve. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, if you can do it, like, right. I feel like that was probably it one of the easiest things. To yeah. me, the GRE well, first of all, I think it's useless. But second of all, I think when it comes yeah. to applications, it does open doors if you can have a, a good score. Yeah. Um, 
So that was the end of June. The beginning of July, I sent in all my applications to these three other schools that I was going to apply to. Going back to organic chemistry, that's when I was like trying to sign up for organic chemistry in the fall. Because I was like, okay, I haven't heard back from this other school yet. I need to take organic chemistry for these three other schools I'm applying to to be done in December. Um, and that's when I found out I had to take the ACS exam. And this was like two weeks before I was taking the GRE. And they were like, you can take it now. And I was like, I'm already studying for one really hard test. Like, I can't study again. So I took the GRE the end of June, like I said, and then took the ACS exam for Kim 2, like, three or four weeks later. So, I spent, like, four weeks kind of trying, attempting to study chemistry um, and take this test, and I pass it, which is, Yay. like, so exciting. I want to take it. Oh, I would not y'all. pass. <laughs> At least it's multiple choice. So, like, a lot of it is more, like, just concepts than, like, actually working stuff out, which I like. Okay, so <laughs> I took that August 2nd. Um, passed it the next I had a week I think before I had to like pay tuition for the class and like get everything signed up and register um so I did that Friday two Fridays ago um was when I was gonna like pay my tuition go get my student ID all this stuff well I get a call (laughs) from an Atlanta number um, that afternoon from South College that I interviewed back in March pulling me off the wait list. They got my GRE (laughs) score back and they offered me a seat in this class and I was like okay. (laughs) I was like how long do I have to give you an answer? And it was Friday and she was like 24 hours and I was like okay. Um, So at least had the weekend to like process everything because that's a big change it's a huge change pretty quickly um and i'm still like trying to process it because okay so i found out and then like school starts in seven weeks yeah like i always thought that i was like gonna know months in advance and be able to like take off for like a really long time and do all this stuff and like have money saved up and like have have a plan uh, <laughs> it's funny. So, or, yeah, and it's just funny how, like, things work out. Which like, is funny because we joked about this. We did. I was like, like we joked, I'm going to, like, no. get an interview with a school here. Yeah, like, and get just in. last minute. Yeah. And, I mean, you never, I was like, you never know. Like, and you never know. So, if you're on a wait list right now, like, don't yeah, give up hope. Like, and hope. see how you can improve and yeah, improve upon your application or if they give you recommendations do them i think that's what yeah. i learned like if they tell you to do something do it there's a reason they're telling you yeah and, and i mean it's not just them like making something up like right. they want you there they just want to see some effort yeah and i think like yeah, yeah. they would reward the effort that right. was put in um so yeah so i just got accepted to PA school and I will start in like six weeks. Yay! Okay, and so here's a conversation Taylor and I have been having yeah. because one of her things initially was like, well, like I'm gonna have to move, this school's mm-hmm. more expensive. Is that a good decision? But yeah. from my perspective, you know, I just feel like the application process is so unpredictable that, yeah, you could wait and see mm-hmm. if you get into a program that's closer or cheaper that starts in May. 2020 mm-hmm. or August 2020 but I mean 
looking at it financially, when you're going to graduate eight months sooner at the minimum than you mm-hmm. would if you yeah. waited. And then that's Which I is mean, crazy. That a salary with that can like cover a year of PA school. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have expenses, whatever. Right. But like, yeah, it just. And I think, like, it's so, just, of course, like, the second, the first call I made was to my mom, and then the second call I made was to Savannah, because I was like, I just, I was sleeping. She was. <laughs> I thought she just had an interview, but and then I was I got like, really wait. excited. I was like, all right, where are you going to live? What are you going to do? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And do you know figure out, like, I think a lot of my, like, hesitation was just fear, and it's like, you're going to have those fears wherever yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. Like, to school like because PA school is an unknown like right. I've prepared and I also think okay guys this has been three years of me trying to get to PA school mm-hmm. and I have not let myself actually think like oh my gosh like there's actually school like yeah. I'm about to start grad school like yeah. I just think about this whole process of getting there and not realizing like oh my gosh so I think there's like a lot of fear in that and just like oh my gosh I have to move to a new place and Yes, like money, but like luckily I don't have undergrad loans, and I'm like, okay, the, it it's like an like the return on investment. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna. Yes. And looking back, for the like period of time and everything for like all the schools I applied to, and as many times and as many classes I took, like I'm like I don't want to tally up the amount of money that was spent, but I also want to. But then I also think of it as like investing in myself, like I, right. and like if this yeah. is what I want to do, like. It, I would be dumb to say no. Right. Like, yeah. there are a lot of, and I think with any, like, getting into any school, there's going to be those logistics that are scary or unknown. Mm-hmm. But you have to work through them and, like, just realize, like, if your goal is to be a PA, like, like you're going to be a PA. Well, like, I also think the part about your story, too, like, we talk about... I think just in general, and this has been coming up in a lot of my conversation, no matter what route you take mm-hmm. to become a PA, whether yeah. you're a traditional, non-traditional, whatever, there are going to be sacrifices, whether yeah. that's time, money, lots, and I think for you, it was time. Like, yeah. she couldn't come to some of our, like, friend outings mm-hmm. and events because she yeah. was studying or mm-hmm. she had class, right. and, um, I mean, trips and things, yeah. I mean. Because I love to travel, yeah. and so it was, like, hard to be like okay, like, I can't do that. Right, um, yeah. And I think, too, like, I think especially, like, this summer, I, and, like, when I was, like, trying to take the GRE and then found out I had to take this other test, like, I feel like my story has been, like, jumping through one hoop after another. Oh, yeah, because when I took, when I tried to sign up for chemistry the first time, I had to take, they were, like, you don't have a math oh, prereq. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. last summer, <laughs> I had to study to take the CLEP exam for college algebra. So, I feel like, like, my story's There's been, like, something. one hoop after another to jump through. And I was just, like, frustrated one day. And I was, like, why can't it be easy? And I yeah. look at, like, undergrad students. And I'm, like, I am so jealous of y'all that, like, know what you want to do. And, like, have everything. Like, have all your classes done. And, like, but then I'm, like, okay, they have to sacrifice. Like, yeah. you have to find ways to get healthcare experience in that and shadowing but I was just kind of like why can't it be easy and then I had to come to the realization that like life is not always easy and I feel like I've learned so much through the hard things too um and like it's grown me as a person and I think too like I'm in my 30s now like I feel like I've just learned so much more about myself that's gonna make me like a better PA student I feel like just being mature and no, like just knowing myself better like I study better in the morning like I'm not afraid to say no yeah. either like 
Yeah, I know. I know my limits. I'm learning my limits more. So. Right, and but all yeah. of those are important things for PA school too. So. Yeah, so. but I'm excited. I am too. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like really excited, and, and I'm also yeah. excited like because I've been taking all these classes, and now I like actually get to learn stuff that I want to learn. Yeah, and not like chemistry. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell I have a really like m- may not be a love hate relationship with chemistry. It's probably like a <laughs> hate hate. <laughs> Um, hate hate yeah so I'm just excited to like do that and also like just to focus my time fully like I feel like I've like been balancing like three different parts of myself from like my my real life um and work and school so now that I can like fully focus on one thing and not have to you'll probably feel like you have free time again I know I'm like oh my god for like a minute (laughs) yeah for like a minute yeah but so, yeah, so I'm excited. So yeah, I'm excited. All of y'all that are in the middle of this, um, just light encouragement. The the yes, there is. And, like, I kind of felt it, and then, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it really is. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, and it happens, like, I've learned a lot about timing, too, and just when, like, the Lord's timing is good, like, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. So just encouragement for all of y'all that are in the middle of it, feel like your head is in overwater. Or you're jumping through one more hoop, one more, like, person to shadow, or, like, one more class to take. Like, stick with it. I think I've also, like, learned the, like, like hard work. It does pay off, like, mm-hmm. those sacrifices. So, just stick yeah. with it. And, and just everyone's story is different. Taylor, it is. Taylor yeah. and I have very different stories. We have figured out we are very different We're very, people. Like, in, like in if, whole, if any of you are like, Enneagram people, Taylor taught me about this. She's a nine and a I'm nine. a three. Yeah. And we just are very, very different in how we approach things and how we think mm-hmm. about things. And so I think that's been interesting in this because, yeah. like, I would do things completely oh, different yeah. than her. And she just thinks different than me. Yeah. And I have to try not to be pushy. And... <laughs> But it's, like, it's all good. It and is good, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that makes us different providers. I know. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. So. But it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I I'm going to miss Taylor, but yeah. it's fine. I'll still see. <laughs> We're still going to be friends. Yeah. I'm going to be, like, now instead of, like, calling you about school and stuff, or, like, I'm going to be, like, what do you do with this class? Yeah. How did you, how did you study? It'll be so fun. Yeah, but so. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Taylor, Tay the PAs. Yeah. Tay the PAS, Tay the future PAs. Stories so and news. I know. <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah. We'll have to check in later. Yeah, we'll after. check in, like, after your first. Well, they're on Google Quarter system. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. I'm also, like, really we'll excited to have, like, a student schedule again and have, like, oh, yeah. oh like, really long break for Christmas. I, kinda, I told my husband I want to go back to school, and he said no. But it's one day. Maybe one day. All right. We have to get back to work. We did this during lunch. Yeah, we did that during lunch. And now we're, yeah. Time to get back to work. All the time to talk, but. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. So anyone who is about to start at South College, you are getting a gem of a classmate in Taylor. And I am so, so excited for her. And it's going to be really cool. I mean, we've been colleagues as coworkers, but it's going to be different. Um, you know, we can go to PA conferences together now. And, um, like I said, I'm just really, really excited for her. So, um, show Taylor some love on social media. I'm posting about her today on Instagram. And as much as I'm going to miss her, she's only going to be a couple hours away and I know I'm going to see her still. So, 
All right. Um, let me think. Okay, so next week I have a big personal announcement for you guys. And I've got some cool interviews coming up. Um, some questions some from you guys. And then anything you want to hear about, shoot me an email. Leave it in a review. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know so that we can make sure all of your questions are getting answered because it is interview season, y'all. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>